Okay, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I heard that you probably didn't get a chance to read last night in the cabins nope. on uh, having a morning time with the Lord. But anyways, that's the, <clears throat> the content this morning. We're going to spend about 15 minutes to fellowship a little bit about this matter of having a morning revival, a time with the Lord in the morning. Uh, and then uh, when I'm done speaking, you can have a few minutes to go walk around or go sit somewhere by yourself and, and just practice to touch the Lord in a fresh way. Uh, so maybe I'll start by sharing a little story since uh, we had a good story last night. Uh, <laughs> and this is a true story. Uh, I heard this from a, a brother that uh, I used to have some fellowship with on the UT campus. He was a master's student in voice, and he was—he uh, had already performed in some operas, and he came to UT to get his master's in voice and uh, uh, to become an opera singer. But we got to know each other and had some fellowship for a couple semesters, and he told me this story. He was from West Texas in a city out in West Texas, and uh, his congregation that he belonged to uh, they had a great idea to uh, participate in some charity. Uh, they wanted to help out this orphanage in South Texas. Um, they had heard that they were struggling to make ends meet. And, uh, and so they had this great idea that at Thanksgiving time, you know, in America, when, when it's Thanksgiving time, everybody buys the turkey. And we have a big feast and we enjoy with our family and thank the Lord. Uh, you know, and, and have a big time of Thanksgiving and so forth. So they thought, well, um, you know, after we have our Thanksgiving feast, why don't we save the the turkey uh, carcass and freeze it, and then uh, we'll rent this truck, this refrigerated truck, and load all the frozen turkey carcasses on there and send them down to South Texas to the orphanage, and they'll be so thankful to have some... <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll even get a tax deduction, right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, you know, tur- people use leftover turkey. They make soup and, and things like that. So why not? Why not? Well, they did this, and they got the refrigerated truck, and they sent all these frozen turkey carcasses down to South Texas to the orphanage. And when the director of the orphanage... Uh, saw what was in this truck he told the driver he said you take that truck and you drive it straight back to where you came from we don't want these here he was he was insulted he was ashamed to receive the leftovers uh and um uh, how would you feel think about it uh you're there enjoying the first part of this delicious turkey and others are getting the leftovers um, well, you know, the Lord is the same way. The Lord wants what's first. He wants what's best. Um, and uh, the first, if you have your purple booklet, there's some verses in the back on page 45. The first verse we have here is Revelation 2.4. And this is the Lord's word to the church in Ephesus. After he, he already told them, Uh, He said uh, he appreciated their works, their labor, their endurance. But then he said, I have one thing against you, that you have left your first love. 
What should have been their first love? Christ. Christ. Amen. Christ should be our first love, right? Yes. And no doubt the Ephesians loved the Lord. But there were other things competing with their love for the Lord. Uh, there may have been other things that were first, uh, <laughs> that they did first before uh, coming to the Lord, right? The Lord wants our first love. And what's uh, first to the Lord is what's best. Yeah. In fact, some versions of the Bible translate this word best, your best love, yeah. your first love. And uh, in the Old Testament, the Lord required of his people the firstborn to be sanctified to him. He required uh, the first fruits. He wanted the first bite. He doesn't want the leftovers. What do we give the Lord in the morning uh, or during our day? Do we give him the leftovers or do we give him the first bite? You know, when we first wake up in the morning, do we rush to the computer and surf on the Internet? Do we check our email? Do we read the newspaper? Uh, what are, you know, what, what's first? Or do we go to the Lord first and give him the first bite? Um, of course, if you, if you had a chance to read the reading from, uh, for last night, I, I don't think many did. But uh, it talks about how we need to give the Lord time all throughout the day. Uh, morning, noon, and evening, uh, and all throughout the day, moment by moment, we should be touching the Lord, enjoying Him. But uh, the chances that we're going to have a good time with the Lord later in the day is much greater if we give Him the first bite in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we always come back to what, what we started the day with. In Romans 11, it tells us that if the root is holy, all the branches will also be holy. They'll be sanctified, set apart. So you can apply that to your day. If the root of your day is holy, if it's sanctified, if it's set apart to the Lord, then all the branches, all the things that outwork throughout the day uh, are more likely to be set apart, sanctified. Uh, And it'll be so much easier to come back to the Lord. We always come back to... Uh, the source. We always come back to what we start with. If I started my day surfing on the internet, uh, listening to the news and so forth, it's more likely that I'm going to come back to that that thing I saw on the internet or that article that I read uh, later in the day and be chewing on that and considering that than it is for me to come back to the Lord. But if I start my day with the Lord, touching the Lord, having a fresh touch with Him, it's more likely throughout the day that I'll be coming back to Him. It's easier to come back to Him uh, because that's where I started my day. I might get distracted into various activities and various things, uh, but it's so easy to come back to the Lord if that's how I started my day. Uh, In the verses here... Um, Psalm 5 let's read this all together Psalm 5, 2 and 3 go give heed to the sound of my cry my king and my God for to you do I pray O Jehovah in the morning you will hear my voice in the morning I will set forth my words in order to you and I will watch so here the psalmist is coming to the Lord in the morning to speak to the Lord, to open his heart to the Lord, setting forth his words to the Lord. And then he says, and I will watch. Watch for what? He's watching for the Lord's response because our prayer with the Lord is not a monologue. It's not one way, unidirectional, but it's a dialogue, right? When we speak to him, we expect him to speak to us. And this is prayer. 
prayer is to speak to the Lord and let the Lord speak to us. Uh, so the next verse from Psalms, let's read this, 143.8. Go. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you I trust. Make known to me the way on which I should walk, for to you I lift up my soul. Uh, notice both of these scriptures from the Psalms talk about in the morning. In the morning, I open to the Lord. I speak to the Lord. And in the morning, uh, I want to hear from the Lord, right? Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. Uh, Make known to me the way on which I should walk. How should we carry out our day? How should we walk throughout the day? Well, the Lord will make it known. He'll speak to you. Uh, He'll speak to you uh, in the morning. Of course, he speaks to us at all times. But we have a precious portion of the Lord in the morning. Uh, And this is seen in Exodus 16, the next verse. This is concerning the manna. The children of Israel ate manna every morning. Uh, for 40 years, that's all they had to eat. And we know from John chapter 6 that that manna was just a picture of Christ. The Lord told uh, his disciples there in, in John 6, he said, Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, um, but I'm the real bread that came down from heaven. You need to eat me. So uh, here it says concerning the manna, they gathered it morning by morning. Not night by night, uh, not midday by midday, but morning by morning. And actually, if you study this chapter, you'll see that when the sun got hot, when it came up in the morning and got hot, all the manna melted away. So this particular portion of the Lord is available to us in the morning. The Lord is so fresh, so available, so near, so ready to speak to us uh, in the morning and to nourish us in the morning. Um and then the Lord, the last verse here, Mark one thirty-five. You see, the Lord as a man, uh, he was the best pattern for us of one who contacted the Father, uh, the Father God. He contacted him in the morning. Let's read this together. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still night, he went out and went away to a deserted place, and there he prayed. This was, this was the Lord himself as a man. Uh, he took care of, of the Father. He gave God the Father the first bite every morning. Before the sun got hot, he was there in a private place praying to the Father, opening to the Father, getting the Father speaking, getting the Father's word uh, as he lived out his human life. Uh, this was his pattern, and it's a pattern for us. So, uh, anyways, this, uh, of course, the Lord, if we give the Lord some time in the evening, he's not going to reject that. He'll take what we give him. But he so much appreciates that we would give him the first bite of our day. Amen. Give him the first bite. You know, if you, have the, if you get a chance to, take, to partake of that turkey, <laughs> the first uh, carving of that turkey, uh, you really appreciate the leftovers, right? Uh, that turkey soup the next day. Uh, But when everybody else gets the first bite and you don't get to partake of that, how do you feel? Oh, man, I missed out. Mm -hmm. They didn't give me a bite. Uh, But the Lord wants what's first. He wants what's best. And that's why Christians throughout the centuries have had the practice of rising early to touch the Lord, 
Uh, and, and not only that, it's the pattern in the Bible. All the people of God uh, in the Bible who were useful to the Lord, if you read their stories in the Bible, you'll discover that they had the practice of rising early to touch the Lord. Um, not only in the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament. And, and with the Lord himself as the perfect man, he was there contacting God the Father first thing in the morning. So what we want to do now is to uh, just let you go before we have breakfast. Breakfast is not ready yet. Uh, So before we have breakfast, just go uh, spend 10 or 15 minutes, maybe find a private place, and uh, maybe take one of these verses uh, that are on this page, page 45. And use one of these verses. Read the verse. Pray over the verse. Exercise to contact the Lord, to, to speak to the Lord, and, and wait on Him to speak to you. And, uh, and you'll discover he will, he will touch you. He will speak to you. He will enlighten you. He'll nourish you. Um, so why don't we practice that now?